and welcome to the Culture Quest. We are but humble adventurers and today we are celebrating our first milestone. With me as always are Peter. Hello. And Barrio. Hello. And I am Inanna. Thank you, the listeners at home, for taking part in our noble quest. So this is episode 10, which I just have to say I was fairly confident that we can make it this far, but I'm still happy to celebrate the occasion. So um, congratulations, guys. 10 episodes in the bag. Eee. Well, 10 out of 1,000, so we're only really 1% through. <laughs> you got big plans there, Peter. Um, today, we will test our memory with a, a, a little quiz that I'm, I made, a quiz that will include a question about each and every one of our previous episodes. We'll probably get a chance to share our experience doing the podcast and what it's been like so far. And uh, we will quickly end the episode by introducing our next episode subject, which is going to be the book Last Chance to See by Douglas Adams. More on that at the end of this episode. And as usual, we would like to thank everyone who's been listening to the podcast, following on Twitter or uh, whatever. We truly appreciate it. Every time we want to say like, like we want to say, oh, it's been great. Like we've had like 100 people listening or oh, thanks for like the reviews. We have like 10 or something like that. But every time we release it, because we record it about a month in advance, yeah. everything just gets way bigger and better. <laughs> so there's no point in saying thanks to everyone because by the time I say it, we'll have 50% of the people will have just joined. So um it it's great it grows every time yeah, yeah. You, you can you can thanks for future people like for everyone who joined every everyone who has joined uh since the 8th of february 2020 well actually no uh, who, who have joined before <laughs> the 8th of feb thank you <laughs> we'll thank the other ones next episode we will thank the other ones later you have not been thank just just know that <laughs> So, um, to kind of celebrate having reached um, the 10th episode, like I said, I made a quiz about our previous discussions, which, let me just say right here, right now, this isn't going to be a really hard quiz, you know? Like, I went back and listened to all the episodes and, and, you know, kind of made up questions. I found it really hard to turn our discussions into trivia questions, so some of the questions are a bit more tricky, but, like, I think you can get all of them. I don't think you'll be stumped by it. And, like, there are no questions like, you know, like, what did Peter say was his favorite song from Deja Vu or anything like that? Yeah, I don't even remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's more <laughs> about the, the material, like, the subjects we've been talking about. Um, you guys are going to cooperate on this. We're going to be uh, having you in the same team instead of going head-to-head. Uh, there are nine questions for nine episodes. There are, I think, four bonus questions all in all. So each question will be uh, worth one point, including the bonus points. So that means there are a perfect score is 13. So listeners at home, you can follow along, score yourselves, and uh, well, see if you get higher than Peter and Barrio. Though we might count the points like in in 1,000 per each, so we might <laughs> win. Sorry, you can get 13,000. <laughs> well, I'm gonna start with a question about our first ever episode. Uh, in our first episode, we've talked about uh, Mel Brooks, The Producers, a comedy film, kind of a weird movie from 1967 about a couple of Broadway producers who have a scheme. Uh, they think they can become rich if they put on this really horrible show and they put on the worst show they can, Springtime for Hitler, and uh, well, insanity ensues. So the question is this. In the movie, they hire an actor to play Adolf Hitler in their show Springtime for Hitler. What is the name of the character who plays Adolf Hitler? Let me know if you need a hint. Yeah, baby. He was um, he was that guy. He was this really funny 
Uh, well, I don't um, remember the he name. Had a, he had a... He, okay. Um, hmm. Yes, baby. <laughs> It was it was kind of Austin Powers yeah, like. Yeah, prototype Austin yeah, Powers. It was, it was a was it a, um okay. Barrio, we've got to jog out each other's memory. Okay. okay. Was it a, it was like a drug. Is that right? Like Right, right. LSD, LSD. LSD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you got LSD. Yeah, LSD is correct. Is that okay? Okay. Yep. Yeah. And actually, oh. the bonus question which I I should have told you there's a bonus question. What is the full name? Okay. Cool. Uh can we google it? No, <laughs> no, no way. This is like totally hard. I, 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 I remembered it. Like I, I wrote this question from memory. Let me know if you need a, a hint. Um, is it le- is it something with Lester? Nope. Okay. I, I kept thinking about Lester, so I, I had to let it go. Um, yeah, I think I think a, a hint will be. Oh, right. so th- this is a hint. Now I, I may be completely off here, but LSD three words. The the first name and the last name kind of remind me of, of French names, okay? That's a shit hint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys got one yeah, point it, for LSD. I don't okay. think I'm going to get it. I do, I do. It did have a French name. It's, it's a Le Bois, Le Joie. Okay. Something is Le well, I mean, look at look at the letters you have. You have LSD. Le joie, le joie. If you say it with a strong enough accent, he might not be able to tell. <laughs> um, is it is it something that like it's one word? It's three words, right? The S and the D are for the last name. I think it's something that kind of sounds round, you know, like bois, but I don't don't remember. I'm I'm happy with the one point. We didn't get the bonus. Cool. Okay, we got the one. So the full name is Lorenzo Saint de Bois. <laughs> we De Bois. I remember something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't think you guys would get it. <laughs> you know, you have, you have such low expectation from us. Are we that disappointing? Did you make it? Did you, did you get it? <laughs> You've just said it, and I still don't know his name. <laughs> 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 yeah, what did he say? He was like a little Something with Le Bois. Lorenzo Lorenzo, Lorenzo. Lorenzo Saint De Bois. You know, maybe it's Italian and not French. Maybe, I, maybe it was a shit hint. <laughs> cool. Okay. Looking back at it, I think it was an adventurous choice for our first episode, the, the Mel Brooks, the producers. And, and let me tell you, before we recorded the episode, when we were still trying to kind of figure out how to make the podcast, what it would be like, uh, you guys, you probably remember we recorded a pilot episode. We wanted to see that we kind of can produce an episode, that we can carry a conversation, which one day we, we may release the, the, the pilot episode. Like, um, I think we've discussed podcasts in general and we didn't really prepare for it. We just wanted to see that we can record. And like, I remember that I was trying to be, you know, very gentle and not push anything in the wrong direction. I was kind of afraid that I would say something wrong and that you guys wouldn't want to do the podcast and it would die before it even started. So I was so, so intensely focused on making the pilot episode I didn't plan what we can do for episode one, and we finished recording the pilot. I remember saying something along the lines of, I'll edit this, I'll send it over to you so you can listen to the final product, and then we'll discuss when we want to start recording a real episode. And remember both of you said like something like, oh, I thought this was a bi-weekly thing and that we're starting in two weeks. I remember I was surprised, I was so happy that that was your reaction. And suddenly I realized we need something for the first episode. A few days earlier, maybe maybe a day earlier, I met a friend who keeps mentioning the producers like every few months. So that movie was in my head. I just said, yeah, we, we can do the producers. And you were all aboard. That's how we, we chose the first episode. And, and once we finished recording the pilot, once we had 
the producers lined up for episode one, I was so worried because like I thought there was so many other things that would be a safer bet for the first episode. But like once I've listened to the finished product after we recorded the first episode and we, we you know, I, we, I was surprised that we had so much to say about the movie. I felt so much more confident about the range of subjects that we can discuss, you know, as, as a podcast. Like, I was so happy that we took the most random thing and we had, like, I don't know, 40 minutes discussion on it. Yeah, that really proved we yeah. could just talk about anything. I think it was a great choice. I think it was an interesting uh, start. We went in with pretty modest expectations, I'd say. And I was, I was laughing and... It made sense, you know, was pretty good. And not just that it was like a good movie, but it was also like to see a film that was so old, it's just something you have to do. Mm -hmm. I look back on it with fond memories, actually. That was um, a really enjoyable film. Yeah, it kind of stuck with me because like, I think we've said it in the episode later, the movie was turned into a Broadway musical and later it was also turned back into a, a musical movie in 2005. And like... I listen to the soundtrack a lot. I drive a lot at night and like I need something lively and fun to keep me up and going. So I listen to the soundtrack a lot. Uh, I really like it. I'm glad that um, we did something so different for the first episode because it was a bit of a um, it was a bit of a hazing essentially for our listeners. Like if we did like a stereotypical sort of Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or something like that, then it sort of changes the nature of who's going to listen to the podcast because that becomes like a pop culture podcast where we're 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 actually not pop culture we're like we're like non-pop culture we're like well actually i don't know it's like we do pop culture things but it's um we don't really it doesn't have to be popular it's like fringe culture um at least yeah, i totally things. agree we've we've done like jaws though i don't know i'm not sure if it's count as fringe but but definitely i, I mean I guess we we started this journey to you know uh, fill fill the gaps of fill the, our cultural gaps. Yeah. So I mean maybe like you know the producers twenty years ago it it kind of was like pop culture. I mean it wasn't yeah. the mainstream. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of and also Jaws and etc. So now we're kind of taking those uh, those cultural milestones and and. Yeah, you're totally right. Like we we do do pop culture actually. But in the in Reddit terms, we don't sort by hot or sort by new. We sort by pretty much random. <laughs> <laughs> the most efficient way of getting news. <laughs> We're taking things that we that we lack. I mean that that are missing in our in our uh, uh, arsenal. Yeah, in our palette. Yeah, yeah. Like palette, like we said back then, um, Max Bialystok, the hero of the movie. It's like a name I've heard before. You know, it's like a gap I had, and we we've closed it. And also. That movie might not have been mainstream for, I don't know, like you said, like 20 or 40 even years. But like, I've done research on it. I've read about um, Zero Mostel, the, the uh, actor who did um, Max Bialystok. And now a few weeks ago, I've talked to someone about Fiddler on the Roof, which is, you know, kind of a cultural big thing. And um, Zero Mostel came up because he was the first actor to do the main character in Fiddler on the Roof. And like, he gave the the character its personality you know he's like the quintessential i don't even know what the character's name <laughs> but um just doing that episode that first episode i already have closed a bit of a gap even if it's not exactly pop culture it is still somehow in it you know yeah cool definitely has its place yeah yeah cool uh, let's go on to question two 
and Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young's Deja Vu. I think it was their second album. Came out in either 69 or 70. Peter, you must remember? 1970, yeah. Cool. Okay, you're not getting a point for that. That wasn't the question. It was a fairly short album, like 35 minutes, if I remember correctly. I really loved it. I had a lot of fun listening to it. Um, we've, we're talking about movies and books and music and stuff. And like, out of all of these, I have the deepest connection to music. So I was really excited to do... Um, a music album, and that's a name I've heard my whole life. I was really excited to do this album. So, before I get to the question, this question has two bonus questions after it, okay? So, the first question is, which song is written about one of the band members' girlfriend? I know this one. Oh, I... Mm. Now, I don't mind if you take a look at the list of songs. Don't need to. Almost cut my hair? Oh, hmm... I think I can count that because, like, that song mm, is about... Okay, wait, wait. Okay, okay. Okay, sorry. No, I won't know what you're talking about. Our house. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, take one point. See, um, I thought you meant, like... Um, no, actually, no. I know what you meant. <laughs> but the the interpretation I took was... Um, Almost Cut My Hair is about his girlfriend that died from drug use. No, I, I remember because you always talked about Journey Mitchell when you sent through the photo for our house, so that I, that was more relevant. So I think yep. I understand what you're going for there. Cool. Now for this for the first bonus question, you can already take a point because you've already answered it. What is her name? Huh. Good job, Peter. Thanks, Joni Mitchell. That's right. And one extra bonus question: Joni Mitchell actually wrote a song for the album. Which one is it? Woodstock. I would do a mic drop, but <laughs> I fear that'll be too loud. So um, for question two, you get three out of three Good points. Good job, Barrio. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, it was, a, it, was a team, it was a team play, definitely. I couldn't have done it without the um, small amount of um, distortion coming from your beaker over Discord. That's what really did it. <laughs> yeah, each of us is bringing something to, the, to this effort. <laughs> anyway, like I said before, you must have heard me say it, but I was definitely surprised by how much I ended up loving this album. I listened to it a lot of times after we recorded the episode and like every time I have a, a car ride I always listen to this album it, it really became part of my um, I don't know part of my driving habits part of your life man part of my life <coughs> hey, are you alive back there? ah <coughs> uh, yeah I'm fine I think, oh no I think uh, karma <laughs> just got me <laughs> rubbing an insult into Barrio <laughs> oh wow I deserved it <laughs> Oh, I, I thought you were just excited from from it on singing. <laughs> it really touched you. Got all choked up. Uh, <laughs> not quite. Not quite. <laughs> when I picked it, it was um, Spotify. Must have been making a commission off it because it was just on my recommended for so long, and it was perfect amount of knowing a little bit about it and not knowing much. Um, more than that it's just one of those it's just a gap that was just teeming to be filled so um and i thought this is something that i would be comfortable recommending other people spend their time on so it was a really safe bet to go for because it was like a 1970 thing so most people wouldn't have really seen it or if they have then it would it would have been a long time since of sort of it's come up, so it was a nice one which um, listeners could fill that gap as well rather than 
them just looking at us and our cultural ineptness. It's nice to actually do something with the listeners. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and also, I was really excited because, as as you were saying before, me and Barry were all in um, to this podcast pretty quickly. Like it all came together like lightning fast. Yeah. So, um, I just wanted to do something really fun, and this came up. Yeah, it was a good choice, and and you know, I also find myself like what you described the the listeners. Uh, have been to because uh, well maybe some of them have heard i've never heard about this album and and i gotta say that i would never actually put like it's not really this the kind of music style that i usually listen to so it was a really interesting experience and you know i think i think that's uh that's again like part of what is great about about this podcast is like it, it gets us to do out of our comfort zone doing something that we won't uh usually do and maybe you know also some of the listeners uh, will do the same yeah definitely agree um anything else before we carry on to play dead's inside how many carry ons have we um relinquished since <laughs> since episode two? i think yeah. like six <laughs> it's getting old <laughs> almost one per episode <laughs> okay uh let's move on to uh question number three um in episode three we've been discussing play dead's inside a weird puzzle platform game from 2016 it's a fairly short game um i think it's three to six hours depending if i'm playing it or peter is mm. um <laughs> and um it's a very interesting game um and the question is this near the end of the game we come upon the infamous blob what is the official name of the blob oh mm. oh shoot <laughs> i yes, didn't expect it. the name Uh, I'm not sure we've said it in the episode, but I've definitely talked about it. Blobby Blobberson. No, that's not my answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's like the hive mind, the, um, oh. you know, the... At first, we found out about the name because people have, I think, hacked the game files and, and kind of pulled it out from there. But now there's an actual puppet that you can buy of it. And like, it, it's an official name. It's definitely the name of it. Uh, let me know if you need a hint. Ah, 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 um, ah, I, I got it. Um, um, like what football players do. Um, that was my hint. <laughs> really? Oh, cool. All over? <laughs> I forgot the word. Uh, huddle, 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 huddle. Very well done. The huddle. Yes, sir. Ah, wow. I did not think it would be called the huddle. It, what, what a fitting name is it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, well, they all, they all huddle. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you a little something about that episode. I, I thought it was maybe a bit too long, but extremely interesting. And like, I was worried. It, I think it's just under two hours, which is um, our longest episode by like 15 minutes, which... Is, uh, it, is it not a Culture Quest episode if we're not all worried about how this could be the last <laughs> one? <laughs> Will this be the last one? I'm not sure. <laughs> so this is the long, longest one. Let me also tell you that this is our most successful one. This is in terms oh. of how many uh, times each episode was downloaded. This um, is our most downloaded episode. Hmm. I wonder why. Yeah, maybe it's because the subject is so niche. I don't know. Like, uh, there, there must not be too many podcasts talking about this game, right? Yeah. I mean, now um, in, in that episode, episode three, we've, we've talked for a, a little while about the ARG, the alternate reality gaming, um, kind yeah. of explaining how there are puzzles in the game that kind of tie the game to the real world. Since we've recorded that episode, there were a few breakthroughs since, because um, Playdead, the company that made the game, and uh, they teamed up with a company called I Am 8-Bit, 
and they released the collector's edition of the game. And that came with a bunch of like items and stuff. And um, Playdead have basically tweeted that there would be hints for the ARG in the collector's edition. And uh, people have started um, receiving their collector's editions um, in the mail. And so far, the goings were a bit slow. Like, people expected the progression to be a bit faster. But there's definitely a new puzzle there that um, people think that um, by solving it, you'll probably get new answers for the ARG for the rest of the puzzles. And um, on the cover of the game that came with the collector's edition, there's a specific detail that kind of confirms some information from an earlier puzzle. It's kind of a wink from Plated that's saying that like we're in the right direction. So um, anyway, all, all of this stuff is very interesting and fun, and all the details are in Plated's inside Discord server, which I totally recommend checking out. Cool. Um, in episode four, we've discussed Jaws by Steven Spielberg, a movie that uh, it came out in 1975. Uh, it's considered to be the first summer um, blockbuster. Yeah, it's the movie about the, the shark that eats people. So the question about, the, about Jaws is this. And uh, this question has a bonus question. Are you guys ready? Yeah. What is the name of the mechanical shark that was used in the movie? Oh, okay. I think I know the nickname. LSD. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. Okay. This is just conversational, but I think um, Steven Spielberg called it the big turd or the great turd. <laughs> just because it was just broken. Yeah, breaking. Breaking. <laughs> wasn't brokering selling shares on the market <laughs> <laughs> um it was it was breaking um constantly hence why they did that awesome scene with the um with the yellow barrels so that's why otherwise they would have done a boring scene with a shark flying at us you know all these classic yeah you're totally right scenes. but i'm looking for one specific name which i'm fairly certain we've mentioned in the podcast i'm really i'm really holding myself not to google it it's hard <laughs> We're not used to not knowing things. We just Google them, and then we know it. And then you forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't feel obligated to remember it, because you can always Google it. So this is this is like a, a really good practice in... Uh... Jogging our mind. <laughs> hmm. I don't want to give up this point, because I feel like I know it. I've definitely said it. Do you have any guesses? Uh, Do you have a feeling? Just Just let me... It's not like, instead of the great turd, it's not like... Something very similar, right? It's a no. different name. No, it's just a name. Okay. And like, I can give you the bonus question, and it might be kind of a hint. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that, that that's in the rules. Yeah, definitely. I make up the rules. Um, nice. <laughs> so the bonus question, which is also the hint for the uh, regular question, is this. What shark from another movie was named after the shark from Jaws? So if the other name was Sharknado. <laughs> hmm. Sharknado? No, it's an animated shark. That's another big like hint. Like from Shark's Tale? Um, I don't think... I, have, I haven't seen Shark's Tale. So I guess it's not Shark's Tale? That's another hint. Oh, is it from Finding Nemo? Yes, yes. I remember there were, there were the, the, the hammer shark and the big shark. Yeah. And, and it was Australian. It might have been. The yeah. big shark. The big shark is a great white shark, yeah. <laughs> But he had he had a human name. He didn't have a name like the turd that's or right. something like that. That's right. Yeah, it was like a Dennis or like Steve or something. Yeah. Like very um very forty year old sort of labourer name. Or like Clark. Oh Clark is getting so close for for the wrong reasons. <laughs> really? Bruce? Yes. Really? <laughs> oh okay. What? 
I <laughs> understood the, the, the flow of thought here. But, <laughs> but really, it was Bruce? Yep, the shark from Jaws okay. is named Bruce, the mechanical shark. And uh, Bruce from Finding Nemo, the main shark, the great white shark in Finding Nemo, is named after the shark from Jaws. Huh. So two points... Uh, too hard to give points but yeah two points <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> we're on a roll Peter. we're gonna win this wait, wait wait did i did i just have a stroke did we what was the name of the shark on jaws oh uh, bruce well no wait so what was the name of the nemo shark bruce, bruce. <laughs> oh okay i was oh what yeah oh okay because when you said it was named after i assume like oh What's the natural, like, if something's called Bruce, what's the natural next generation, like, Bruce, Bruce or something? Like, it's not, it's just the exact same name. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, you know how someone's like, oh, I'm Giuseppe. I'm going to name my son after me. And then you call your son Joe or something like that. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what I thought you meant. But no. Okay. That makes sense. Bruce. Hmm. If we'll have a shark movie, we'll call it Bruceline. Definitely. Bruceline. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to do a shark if you movie. you really wanted a son, but you got, you got a daughter. <laughs> I'll call her Bruceline. Bruceline. Anyway, um, about um, um, that episode, episode four about Jaws. Like, I, I really remember how much I was enjoying this recording session. Like, I really remember that it had a great natural flow. I was having a lot of fun, you know? like It was fun. Yeah. Like, I think until that point, it was definitely our best episode. I also feel, kind of feel like it's the, the biggest gap we've closed so far. It was a massive gap. I think if anyone's going to make any claims of when we sold out, I think this is the episode. <laughs> like, this is just such a big gap, you know? Like... If, if we just wanted to be like, make page one of Google, this is the way to do it. <laughs> just do something on Jaws, you know, because it's such a cult hit. Yeah, you know? yeah, it is. Like a lot of the things we have done haven't been cult hits. They've nope. just been a through and through, like through one end of pop culture, through the other end. Like yeah. we heard about it, forgot about it. And then we've kind of gone around just like raking up all these leaves that they forgot about and, you know, <laughs> start putting them to use. But Jaws was like the big one in my mind. Everything was a warm up, and then Jaws was like that was the one um, that most people would listen to. Obviously, that's wrong now because it turns out they just want the video game stuff. But <laughs> definitely going into Jaws, that's what I felt. You're totally right. It's like a major film that is still referenced so often. So um, it was important for me to 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 see this movie, and I'm glad we did. Yeah. Episode five was about um, meditations by Marcus Aurelius. It was a book that was sort of a diary or a philosophy book. Marcus Aurelius' views on Stoicism. He wrote it over 19 years, and uh, later it was released as a book. I think Meditations was my contribution, we'll say. I remember I was consciously trying to sort of expand our horizons. After we sold out, I thought <laughs> we should really, you know, expand, get some more... Get some more different stuff. But seriously, like, the goal was really just to say, like, well, if we can do this, then we can do anything. So I wanted to get away from albums, get away from um, movies, and just do something a bit different. But I do feel like you and Barrio really sort of took this one on. Like, when I was recording, I felt like, wow, like, you guys really taking it in. So um, as opposed to some other times where we're sort of, um, you know, um, I've listened to an album like 20 times and then... Um, I'm going in like knowing everything. This one was very much like you guys are finishing my sentences and stuff like that. So, This question is a fill-in-the-blank question. 
I'll give you a sentence with a blank word in it, and you'll have to complete the sentence. Here it is. If your blank is bitter, throw it away. Sandwiches. Was, wait, is that your actual guess? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Sorry, I didn't want to like because <laughs> I wasn't a hundred percent sure, so I didn't want to say no <laughs> and then be, be wrong. <laughs> I, can you can you imagine Marcus Aurelius write, writing about sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> Just sounds odd. Um, I had sandwiches in mind because you said that we finish each other's sentences. <laughs> so <laughs> never mind. <laughs> okay, whatever. All right, okay. I feel like. I'm a little bit rattled after not getting the Bruce from uh, Jaws. I, I think the answer to this was definitely in the episode. Yeah, it was 100%. I'm just going to throw out some ideas, Barrio. You tell me if anything sort of rings a bell. Okay. I'm thinking it was like a citrus fruit, like a lemon, an orange, maybe something like that. It was definitely like, maybe I'm a little bit like just thinking because it was such an old book. They didn't obviously have like KFC like, I'm pretty sure he didn't say, like, if your popcorn chicken is, like, bitter, throw it away. <laughs> Almost 100%. Not quite. I mean, you don't know. But um, I'm pretty sure it was something more natural, like a grapefruit. Yeah, my first my first um, thought was orange. But, you know, I remember that we, we kind of joked around about it during the episode. Orange doesn't sound yeah, right. It, but then le- lemon sounds better to me. But, but orange... Lemons are bitter. Yeah. I mean, they're more sour, I, I guess. But they are... They can be bitter. Tomato, maybe, maybe tomato. I, I think we're definitely in fruit vegetable territory. Yeah, I think it's not. Maybe cucumber? No, it's not. Um, what other vegetables are it, there? I don't know why, but cucumber doesn't sound bad. Cucumber doesn't sound bad to me, but I don't think it's. But it, cucumber but... doesn't have any taste. So was it cucumber? Now, now I'm starting yeah. to to think. I think I think that was the joke because cucumber is is like a really. Weird choice. <laughs> I'm pretty good with cucumber if you want to lock it in, but otherwise... Wait, what other vegetables are there? Eggplant? No. Eggpl- is eggplant the fruit? Um, I think that's a whole other wormhole. Um, zucchini? Um, Let me know if you want a hint. Do we want a hint, Barrio? Will it cost us anything? Reputation? Dignity? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, w- I'm willing to settle about that. Yeah, uh, yeah give us a hint. <laughs> Can't zero take zero, zero. <laughs> <laughs> right, so here, here's a hint. You've already said the correct answer. Oh, okay, that's a good hint. Um, I want to go cucumber. Yeah, I think I, if Barrio agrees. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's it's our best guess, other than sandwiches. Yeah, is that your guess, cucumber? Oh, he said it with a weird inflection. He was like, "Oh, that's your guess." Hmm. So it can't yeah. be it. Otherwise, he would have said, "Oh, that's your guess," yeah. instead of "Oh, that's your guess." He's Jedi mind tricking us. <laughs> Well, I wish I could shake your hand because cucumber is it. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Well done. <laughs> Very well done, yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> a little bit less dignity, but, I mean, we got it. Yeah, so, very well yeah. done. Yep. How much dignity we can, can we get per point? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, cucumber is it. Um, if your cucumber is awesome. bitter, throw it away. That is enough. That's the, I think, the full uh, quote. That's such a weird quote. <laughs> Sums up the book, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it should have a TLDR at the bottom just <laughs> with that quote. <laughs> so I just remember that this recording session was so hard for me, you know? Like, I remember coming out of it totally tired. My brain was, was numb because I wasn't really confident in my abilities to discuss 
philosophical subjects. I never did it before. So I kind of tried to concentrate as hard as I can so I won't miss anything that you guys say. And like, once we finished the conversation, I barely remembered what we talked about. I was so worried that we spent an hour just babbling <laughs> nonsense. Uh, I pushed off editing the episode by a few days because like I had such a bad feeling about it. But like, once I started editing it and I found the conversation so interesting that I couldn't stop editing it. And like, honestly, now, you know, that I've listened to the final product, I'm, I'm so proud of this discussion because like, I thought we made some very important points. I thought we had very thought-provoking perspectives. I didn't think I could be a part of a conversation like this, you know? Cool. That's awesome. I had the exact same feeling. As soon as I recorded it, I just thought, is that the last one? <laughs> and then, um, and then you sent it sent me the um not that i approve or disprove or anything like that it's more just like a how you going message but um <laughs> you know st- still in the country uh but <laughs> it was um way better to listen to than to record yeah i think hmm. yeah i i really enjoyed recording it i think we all agreed that the book was kind of kind of was kind of repeating yeah. itself mm. so um eventually i didn't really finish i i don't think that i've ever completely finished the book but I didn't think it was a masterpiece. I mean, it's it's very impressive so for something like that to be written at that time. And of course, it's just a diary. Um, but like, I didn't have the most uh, a lot of credit for it. And I really enjoyed the discussion about it because it succeeded to be challenging and, and intri- intriguing. And it was a really interesting um, material to you know to process. Yeah, this episode is like not one of our bestsellers. Like, I think the subject is. Not the most attractive one. I think it's the episode we've had the least downloads for. But like, honestly, this is one I wish people would listen to and comment on. I I couldn't believe us dumb three guys had such a good conversation. Yeah. I guess this is just going to be fun over the next 10 episodes, just seeing like what is the one that gets the most downloads. Yeah, because like I would have sworn that Jaws would take the cake, right? I thought Jaws would be number one and the lowest would be Playdead's Inside. That would be my vote because I thought games take longer so the less people would have done it and Jaws is just most popular with the director. So. Yeah, I thought that just the name Jaws would pull in downloads. Like, um, yeah, I, I think this this is totally unexpected because there's so many like where our podcast is at. There's so many sort of like niches. There's so many Reddit um, pages of like where it's really active on such a small subject. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Reddit page for Playdead's Inside is like there's always posts and there's always like activity and stuff like that. Whereas you just wouldn't expect there to be so many people that are committed to looking at all the new content that's coming out about that game, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Whereas with meditations, maybe it's just a bit too much of a broad church to sort of think that all people who are into stoicism will come across the podcast, you know? Yeah. Maybe there's some sort of effect where the more niche it is, actually, the more people actually will commit to listening to it. So One day we'll have our fingers in all of the niches. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's fun to kind of see, like, to predict what is going to be the most downloaded. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyway, in episode six, um, we've discussed American Beauty, a movie from 1999 by Sam Mendes. Um, what I liked about the movie is how it takes like uh, five or six characters and kind of tests the theme of the movie with those characters. So um, the question is this. The tagline of the movie is look closer. Where in the movie do we see that tagline actually make an appearance? Hmm. I have a guess, but I'm kind of just going off probabilities of where I would put it if mm-hmm. I was making the movie, not 
Not based on actually remembering it, though. Um, are we allowed to have multiple guesses? Or yeah, I'm a, not too many. I'm a generous god. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's in the scene. Um, actually, no. I'm gonna change my mind. I reckon it could be in the scene where Lester and his wife are just about to sort of get back together and sort of restart things on the couch. Yeah, I'm gonna need a buzzer sound. That's wrong. Damn. What what was your first idea? Uh, My first idea was in the bedroom next door when they're sort of talking about killing Lester, just as a joke. I thought maybe they could have hid something um, on the bed or something like that, but I changed it because I thought the the reason why I went to the guest was because I thought, oh, people will be so distracted by the scene, like by the acting and, you know, by the flamboyance that they just won't see it, but that's where I would have hidden it. Hmm. Okay, so I'll give you, yeah, I can't call it a hint because it's not really hinting at anything, but like, like it's not really hidden and it's kind of big. Like when I first saw the movie, I couldn't miss it fairly in the beginning of the movie, like in a place that you see once or twice in the beginning of the movie and then just don't see again. We didn't talk about it in, during the episode, right? I'm fairly certain I mentioned it. Then Peter made fun of me for because I didn't notice it was also on the DVD uh, box. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Barrio, do you have any guesses? Wow, I'm I'm clueless. So we're we're looking for look closer in the first part of the movie. Yeah. Well, it sounds like something that will be in their house. No, no, Barrio. What about school? Because like, but he just said in the hint that it was something we saw maybe one or two times at the start of the movie, not towards the end. And we saw heaps of the house towards the end. So I'm thinking it was it was a school. Maybe. Well, what places? Let's think. There's the house. There's the school. There's the garage. There's Lester's workplace. There's um, the gym, I guess. You've already mentioned the correct place, like you've, in your list right now. It could be the gym. No, and Barry already mentioned the place where it is. Okay, all right. We can't just let, we can't list them all. I reckon we got one more. Let me Sherlock Holmes this. Well, we said a couple of of places. Then I listed, and I said something in my list that we didn't mention so far. Um, I th- because you said that it was the school, and he didn't say anything. That's and we right. saw, said the gymnasium, and he didn't say anything. That's right. Then, and in my list, there was Lester's workplace. So, uh, maybe it's Lester's workplace. I'm happy to go. Like, before we guess, I think this has got to be the guess. <laughs> like, because otherwise we'll just list everything. So. I reckon I'm happy to go in with the workplace. You guys are right. This is in Lester's workplace. You see, right in the beginning, Lester's sitting at his desk, and um, I think his boss is either yelling at him or like waiting for him to finish a phone call. And like just above Lester's um, left shoulder, you see like a piece of paper says, "Look closer." You know, I I didn't know it was a tagline of the movie, but like once I've seen it, I, I already know that there was something going on in this movie. And like a funny funny thing about this piece of paper is that I heard that that piece of paper might have been put there, you know, kind of randomly when they built the set. And then Mendez, the director, saw it and decided to use it as a tagline because it works so well with this movie, you know? Yeah. But was it to tell the viewers to look at general themes or for, you know, in this specific scene, was there something else? You know what? Like a couple of seconds later, I'll send you an image. This is where you see it, right? Mm Ah, okay. Like here, there's nothing really to look closer at, but a second later, Lester is turning to work on his computer and you can see his reflection, his face reflecting from the screen. 
and you see uh, how the data is set in lines. It looks like bars of prison cell, and it looks mm. like Lester is, uh, is a prisoner, which is exactly what he is in this movie. Like, at work, he's a prisoner of work. I'm sending you another picture. You know, so that's like a first ah, hint of yeah, look closer. Like, mm-hmm. uh, this whole movie is deeper than you think. And there's also a sign, watch your step on the left. Oh, shit, I didn't, mm. I didn't notice that. I didn't watch my step. They take steps in this movie as well. <laughs> yeah. take, take a point for that, and I'll edit it to make it more convincing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> you ask the question, and 0.02 seconds later, we just unanimously, you'll have to edit this, obviously, <laughs> so we say it unanimously, maybe put my speed at like double speed or something, and then go, like... Straight up, Lester's office. You can use you can use that when I just said it then to to help you in your editing um, <laughs> journey. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was a good one. Anyway, this is a movie I still I still think about a lot. You know, like I always find myself trying to kind of analyze it some more. It's it's stuck in my mind, and like I think that's a sign of a really really good movie. Of all the things we've done, I think this is the the, the one I've I'll rewatch first. Oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. Hmm. Uh, and and so far this is like on the Peter scale this is number one right now it's the only thing we've ranked but uh... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say were you ranking things now <laughs> no yeah we I don't think we'll ever rank anything so um let's move on to question seven episode seven was about pet sounds uh, an album by the Beach Boys came out in 1966 and um kind of has a cult following it's number two on Rolling Stones all-time greatest albums list has just a bunch of you know amazing reviews and like people really really love this album so uh this is the question almost all of the songs in this album were about love and relationships right how many girls names are mentioned throughout the album and i have a hint if you need it hmm i feel like we've been pretty lucky with hints i reckon we should just straight up have one guess and it's either right or wrong cool what do you reckon barrier hmm can you guys remember any of the names? No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking at the list of the songs? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, you can, t- you can totally do that. <laughs> um, okay, well, we have Caroline. Um, let's, okay, I'm going to... Th- usually there's only one name of a girl in each song, enforced monogamy society we have. So... Um, I'm just going to run through the songs, and Barry, you tell me if they could have a girl's name in it, all right? Okay. Although I don't remember. Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? If the world was Caroline. No. no. Okay. It's it's a no. It's not. It's not that. Uh, you still believe in me? I'm pretty sure that doesn't have a yeah, girl's it's, name. Yeah, it's, it's like in... First person. Yeah. Yeah. That's not me. Hmm. But that's not me. Yeah. Um, Maybe. It could be. Let's put a 0.5 next to there. I'm waiting for the day. Sorry, I'm I'm clueless. Don't have anything. I'm going to say no. Let's go away for a while. And that was an instrumental, right? Yep. Um, Sloop John B. I don't know if that's a... Is that a... That's not a... That's probably... Is that a name? Probably not a love song at all. God only knows. If you should I'm gonna ever no. leave me... Okay, Um, I know there's an answer. I'm going to put a 0.5, and here today... Can I just uh, say that this was one of the episodes I had the hardest time finding a question, so don't don't be angry at me when I tell you the answer. 
Okay. Uh, and then pet sounds, Caroline, no. So we have 0.5, 0.5 plus one for Caroline. I, I'm going to say maybe in that mush of songs that I don't know. I'm going to say there's probably one more. I'm going to say three. Barry, are you, uh, you, are you okay with three? Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. No. Uh, do you want the hint now? Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. Okay. We, we have a chance for a full point. agreement. So this is a bit of a trick question, and the hint is this. You can get the answer just by looking at the song names, at the list of the songs. Hmm. So just one? Yep, just the one, Caroline. Damn. Because <laughs> hmm. when I went through the list, I couldn't actually say, like, I couldn't actually say, yes, that has a girl's name. I just assumed there was, I kind of wanted it to be three, and then I just justified. No, but you're right. You didn't commit to other songs. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Cool. So uh, the answer is just one. You don't get a point for this one. Can I just say that, like, you know, every once in a while when I'm editing or re-listening to episodes, I kind of wish I would have said something differently or, you know, made my point better. I- I'm sure you know the feeling. And like, What are you trying to say, Inon? <laughs> <laughs> Is this the last episode? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but in this episode, in, in, in the Pet Sounds Beach Boys episode, there's one point where I wish I could go back and just say something completely different because like there's a point where you guys say something along the lines of how you were surprised that you recognize a song wouldn't it be nice um, and that you don't know a lot of Beach Boy songs and like I remember I was surprised maybe I didn't even you know briefly say something about that but like I really wished I would have pressed on and made the point that there's like a bunch of songs that everyone knows like I'm, I'm the last one to say that you know because I don't know a lot of big songs that everyone knows, but like the Beach Boys, it's one of those bands that if you listen to their best of albums, um, you realize how many songs you recognize, even if you didn't know it's theirs. Can I give you a list, a short list of examples? Yeah, but you have, but you have to hum like each song after you say it. Oh yeah, so let me know if you know this song, um, Surfing USA, right? If everybody had an ocean across the USA. So you guys know it. Yeah, yeah, I know that one. All right, the second song, uh, it's called Fun, Fun, Fun. And she'll have fun, fun, fun till her daddy takes a tip it away. Till her daddy takes it. Do you, do you know that? Mm, no. Not off that. I thought you were referring to Fun, Fun, Fun. No, it's a different song. Oh, it's, oh, so I missed with this one. Yeah. Um, The next one is called Barbara Ann. Ba-ba-ba-ba-barbara Ann. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. It's the bridge, boys. <laughs> um, cool. The next one, um, Good Vibrations. I'm thinking of Good Vibrations. She's giving good me vibrations. Good Vibrations. Do you know this one, Barrio? It kind of rings a bell, but I'm not sure. I'm sure you've heard it in my car. Should we start an acapella band, guys? This is really good. The next song is called... Uh, California girls. I wish they all could be California girls. Could boop boo do California. I wish they all could be California girls. I definitely don't know that bum, one. Ba-dum, bum, bum, bum. No, yeah, no way. Really, I can't believe it. Or next song. <laughs> um, I get around. Round, round, round. I get around. Yeah, exactly. I get around. You know this one, Peter? <laughs> I don't know that one. Really. Ah, you for sure know that one. And um, one last song, uh, it's called Coco Mo. It's, uh, it goes like this. Aruba, Jamaica, ooh, I want to take you to Bermuda. Bahama. Yeah. Do you know this, Peter? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I know it from, um, it's in uh, How I Met Your Mother. 
Mm, okay. I really had to make this point because, I don't know, I would have been angry if I was like, you know, a diehard uh, Beach Boys fan and you guys said that you don't know any songs because like, honestly, they have so many hits from around the years. So uh, anyway, I'm glad we got to talk about this. <laughs> Cool. I mean, I need two or three. So I, I, I've counted five, or maybe four. Okay. And um, like I said in the episode, I'm I'm so glad we've done this album because I've had it wrapped on my shelf for eight years, and every time I went over my CD collection, this album would would make me feel a little guilty, you know. So now uh, my conscience is clear. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so in episode eight, um, we've watched the documentary movie Men on Wire by James Marsh. Uh, the movie tells the story of uh, Philippe Petit's um, daring tightrope walk between the Twin Towers. And here's the question. Question number eight. As you know, Philippe Petit's tightrope walk between the Twin Towers was illegal. What was his punishment for it? Uh, I remember. Um, he, he, um, he had to do a show at some, for some kids, um, like some charity <laughs> New York? thing, I think. Yeah. Peter, do you want to help him um, kind of uh, focus his answer? Uh, okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry for you disturbing you, no. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because I was just thinking, oh, yeah, I'll let Barrio answer because I don't know any of the specifics. <laughs> and then you just said, hey, Peter, can you fill in the specifics? I'm really not sure. I, rem- I have the image of my head when he was walking along the rope and having a bit of a fun time, and then he's that was his punishment. And But I really don't remember exactly what it was um but i almost you, you got it almost perfectly right like he had to perform a tightrope and juggling show um in central park not some kids uh, yeah. you know the people in central park but like totally okay. take a point for that yay okay i i really liked the movie i really liked uh, the documentary men on wire and like i really have enjoyed watching it i had fun researching it and like i think the episode came out pretty good but, like, I think of all the subjects we've done, this is kind of the weakest one. You know, it doesn't compare to Jaws. It doesn't compare to Deja Vu, to anything else we've done. Like, I think this is the one I've, I was le- the least excited to talk about. Uh, and I'm still, I still think this is one pretty good episode. Go and listen to it if you haven't. Yeah, I think um, this is pretty much on par for our, our episodes. Like, it wasn't my favorite, but, like, I'm still pretty happy with it. But... In terms of the actual subject, I know me and Barrio are absolutely aligned here. We just didn't really like it. <laughs> so, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. But uh, you have to check things out in order to know that you don't like them. I feel like it, co- it closed a gap, an informational gap. It was like, hmm. I didn't know this really happened. I sort of might have had a whisper of it, but then it's nice to know some more details. But I felt very... Didn't really feel emotionally invested in it. So, like, even though, like, I know something I didn't know before, I just, compared to, like, Pet Sounds and Deja Vu and Play Dead's Inside and stuff, I, I didn't feel great for closing the gap. Like, I closed it, but it was like, I just felt like, oh, great. You know, it was, it just didn't have any sort of special feeling to it. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's move on to question number nine about Hunt for the Wilder People um, by Taika Waititi. That's what we've watched for episode nine. Um, kind of a indie New Zealandian film from 2016, if I remember correctly. I think it was um, Taika's last movie before he blew up with uh, Thor Ragnarok. I had a hard time finding a question about this um, episode because, like, we spent, I don't know, like 20 minutes talking about the movie and then we moved on to just talk about Taika. And, like, I don't know, there wasn't something specific I could ask about. So... Here's a question um, about something I intended to mention in the episode, but I totally forgot. And like, 
I, I think it's going to be a hard question, but like this could be something that you realized on your own or like came across in your own Googling uh, for the episode. So here, here's the question. An actor of one of the main characters has played a major role in a huge 90s summer blockbuster. Who is it and what is the movie I'm referring to? All right, just using a bit of logic here. It can't be the kid because if it's a 90s, if it's a 90s movie, he would have been like... Yeah, it's probably the dude. Um, he's a famous one. Sa- Sam Neill? Sam Neill. Okay, that's the first part of the question. That's the who is it and what movie is it? What movie? Huge 90s summer blockbuster he played in. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't recognize him at all uh, in the movie, but like, right w- when I saw the picture, I recognized it immediately, even though I did not watch that movie. Is it, is it a horror movie? Mm, it's really hard to say. I, like, I'd call it an adventure movie as much as I'd call Jaws an adventure movie. It's like on par with Jaws in terms of horror. Uh, I have a, is it, uh, I don't want to jump in. <laughs> um, Barrio, do you think, it could be a Jurassic Park movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right. Ding yeah, ding you ding play. ding ding. You got it exactly right. Bam. He plays Grant, the hero of Jurassic Park, which is a movie I haven't watched. But like the moment I've seen the picture of Sam Neill in Jurassic Park, I was like, oh yeah, that that's Uncle Hick 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 Hick. <laughs> but yeah, um, Sam Neill. Um, he played in Jurassic Park. Um, wow, good job, Peter. Jurassic Park must have been a huge movie because I, I definitely recognized the face the moment I've seen a picture. But like, I, I've never watched a movie. I, Peter, I think you've said you haven't watched it either. I have not. No. How'd you get to the answer? I think just from movie promos, to yeah. be honest. Okay. Like Just seeing it around. Like I, I, I don't even really know much about Jurassic Park, but I know it's like two or three, maybe four. I don't know, but um. I just remember a distinct image of him because, like, when you when he said '90s movie, I I knew it was Sam Neill. I just knew, and I just kept thinking like it was like an outdoor adventure movie, like a sort of like a outback or like woods or something like that, like hunting or something like that. And then I was like, oh, I don't know, like sounds a little bit like Hunt for the Wilder People. Maybe I'm just getting confused. But then I do remember he wore like one of those khaki bucket hat sort yeah. of things. Um, when he was walking around, like, in his camouflage or whatever he was walking around in, you know, like, the typical sort of bush clothing. So I remember off that with him going out and looking for, like, dinosaurs or something like that. So I don't know. It was very, like, very much just, like, off the cuff, just some synapse fired, and here we are. Nice. Hmm. Very well done. Like, I really think with, that watching Hunt for the Wilder People kind of opened a door to a new world. Like like Peter said, it's lucky that we've caught on early um, on Tekka's career because, like, after watching Hunt, we I think we all mentioned how we want to watch more of his movies now, right? I'm a Tiger fan, yes. So it's it's like we came in for a movie and we left with a box set, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, that's a good good way to put it. All right, so these are all the questions I've prepared. Um, I think we're we're done with the trivia. We've had nine episodes, so nine questions plus four questions, uh, bonus questions. So eleven out of thirteen points. Very well done. That's pretty not good. bad. That's not bad. Uh, that that's pretty good. Uh, let's see what the listeners get. Like I, I think they'll have a hard time surpassing you guys. Well done. Yeah. And uh, you know, generally about the podcast, like I'm I'm looking back at ten episodes, uh, including this one, and 
And like, I'm really happy with the direction this is taking, you know, like after editing the episodes, I listen to them again to make sure that, you know, everything is in order. And um, a lot of times when I listen to them again, I find that I get kind of the same feeling that I get from listening to, you know, other podcasts that I like. Like I feel engulfed by the conversation and like I'm a silent participant in the conversation. And, you know, I kind of get lost in it and I forget that I'm listening to a podcast and like I, I find it funny that like sometimes I listen to the podcast I get kind of lost in the conversation and then you know sometimes I get pulled back to reality when one of you like say my name and like I'm is this podcast talking directly to me and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird listening to our conversations but honestly it feels like a good conversation to listen to like something I would enjoy cool Hmm. Uh, to contrast that i also think that this is a podcast i would probably not listen to you know <laughs> like I, I really like the conversations but it's a funny thing about this podcast if i myself would have come across a podcast like that i probably wouldn't have the motivation to start listening to a podcast by people that i don't know you know that kind of requires me to actually watch the movies listen to the albums read the books and everything but like if i did somehow come across a podcast like that and given it a chance i think that our conversations would have been good enough to convince me to actually go back and you know properly adventure like actually watch movies listen to the albums and and enjoy the conversation about it mm. Mm. yeah yeah so agree so this is isn't the last episode right fortunately not <laughs> and like looking back i also think that like the biggest thing that you know we can improve on the podcast is that we kind of we need to be better in explaining the context of things to to the listeners you know like we kind of expect people to adventure along with us and watch read you know listen along with us but some people won't and, and still listen to the podcast and you know i don't think we're doing a bad job at it like i think we're giving a broad picture of what we're talking about and like you can still enjoy this without um uh like an explanation but i think we can do yeah. better i think we're doing a good job yeah but we can improve totally agree and i'm not talking about like necessarily explain things longer and like go deeper but like yeah we did that for a couple episodes but yeah we we kind of have to make sure that we hit all the important points you know mm. yeah yeah and uh let me give you some um some interesting information at the time of recording this, um, the podcast was downloaded in, do you want to guess how many different countries? Oh, this is fun. I'm going to say 17. Barrio. I'm going to say 10. Hmm. The correct answer is 22 countries. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you, Bot Network. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Such a widespread. I guess Netflix has a few different um, countries with Big Bang Theory on and stuff like that. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, in the lead is uh, the USA with 47% of our downloads. Wow. Okay. That's interesting because none of us are from the USA. Yeah, so. no, but yeah. they're huge podcast consumers. Like, I guess this yeah. is... Yeah. And, and we're so exotic, you know? <laughs> and inside the USA, we've been listened to in 28 different states. Hmm. That's cool. What state listens to us the most? Is Do you have that? Yep. Wisconsin. Oh, Arkansas. California. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's hmm. it's a good state. <laughs> all of the states are good, you know. <laughs> and, you, and they should all keep listening to us because we love you, we love you all. I hope that by uh, next time we do like one of these episodes, we'll have all the 50 states. Oh, that'd be cool. In second place among countries um, is uh, the United Kingdom. Uh, which just yeah. barely edges Israel uh, in the third place, which mm. was fairly surprising to me because, like, we're not a huge podcast country, you know? Like, we, we don't have a podcast culture here in Israel. And um, 
Like most of the listeners must be people we know, you know, because like I push the podcast mainly through Twitter and Reddit. So um, we don't specifically target Israel or any country at all. The only way for downloads to accumulate here in Israel is through us, you know, but like no one mm. I know has told me that they listen to it, you know, not even, I don't think even once. And like, it doesn't count me or my girlfriend listening because we're listening to the original files from Google Drive. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. It, it must be people we've know, we, we know and we've told, but like... You've got some stalkers. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe my mom found it somehow. <laughs> and in the fourth place is Australia. So, um, Go Australia. You know, well done, Peter. You've downloaded the episodes so many times. You are in fourth place. <laughs> Doesn't give you the states, does it? No, yeah, it does. Is there any from not from WA or... I would assume number one is WA. That's that's got to be it. Um, if WA is Western Australia, then you are yep. correct. Um, okay. 89% of the downloads is from yep. uh, WA. The rest, yep. all of them are from NSW, which I'm just trying to sound as cool as you are. Uh, New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, you don't have any, cool. you don't have a, an audience in the rest of the states. What's, yeah, what's with we that? Need to, we need to boost that up. Although I haven't been to the New South Wales, so it definitely isn't me. So that's cool. <laughs> hmm. At least we know that. <laughs> uh, you know, Sydney, Sydney Opera House, um, the great, what's the bridge called? Sydney Bridge? I don't know. Boy. Oh, I'm going to get slammed for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, it was nice to have some um, New South Wales listeners. Yeah, this is the last episode anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh well Sydney Harbour Bridge even just saying it now makes it even worse <laughs> I think um, we do have a laugh every once a minute or so about sort of how the podcast is going like we have a general sort of skit where we say how the podcast is on ice <laughs> thin ice <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it's going better than what anyone would have thought and the moment it ceases to be fun i i think we'll stop doing it because every episode i look forward to recording and i look forward to listening to it so and if that wasn't the case then um it just wouldn't happen and as much as we talk about you know all the bridge climbers who are listening to our podcasts and you know all the downloads and stuff like that it doesn't really matter to us i mean maybe it matters to you guys i don't know no, no, no. I'm here for you guys. I'm here for the fun we're having. And like, I'm following the numbers and everything, you know, uh, because it's fun. Yeah, it's just fun to see if we're growing. And yeah, we are growing, actually. So it's fun to, to, to see that. But like, before I go in to see the, the stats, I kind of, you know, take a second to say, I don't care about the numbers. It's just for me, I'm having such a good time doing this. And like, uh, I'm learning a lot, you know, about all the movies and albums and stuff we've been talking about. So like, I hope a lot of people listen to this and, and have fun alongside with us like this for me. And they do because we get a few reviews so, yeah. um, and they've all been positive. Yeah. Like I, me and Barrio, because we obviously don't have hands on the controls, but we think it's a conspiracy because <laughs> every yeah. review is five stars and they're saying, you guys are gods among men. Like, <laughs> please continue doing this service. How can we give you all of our assets? Like just anything. <laughs> they're just... They just love us. So we, we, me and Barrio are very, very suspicious to say the least. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of it sounds unbalanced. We, we actually thought about like going and posting some some trolling comments just to spice. A killer three star. Ooh, that's low. <laughs> 
I was thinking about four stars. Yeah, even a four star would kill me right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just waiting for the moment where we get a three star. Like, oh, pretty good, but you know, probably not my thing. And then me and Barrio just are like on a life support. Like, <laughs> just... once we get a three yeah. stars, this podcast is done. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we thought about like going anonymous and, and putting a comment and like, you guys suck. You talk about shit except peter peter is, is okay peter so is good. okay so yeah, i i can't i can't uh besmirch your name peter you're, you're fine <laughs> <laughs> um next episode we'll be discussing last chance to see a book by um douglas adams the guy who wrote the hitchhiker's guide and mark carwardine um the book came out in 1990 Uh, and it follows Adams, um, you know, who's an author who has nothing to do with nature, really, and um, Mark Carbordine, who's a zoologist, as they travel around the world and go see species that are about to go extinct. The book is actually accompanied uh, by a radio documentary series by the same name, uh, which also featured Adams and Carbordine, like they were on, B- on the BBC radio station and they... actually made a documentary about it. I read this book once before when I was in high school, so like years and years ago, and like I remember that I found it fun. It kind of reminds me of Bill Bryson's books, which are some of my favorite books. Uh, like I feel that they're of the same spirit kind of, but like I also remember that I like a lot of the terms went over my head and I didn't really get, you know, the point of the book. So like I think I'm more ready for this book, you know. So uh, I'm really excited to read this again. And uh, discuss it with you guys. Mario, you, you really like his stuff, right? Yeah, I, I love The Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, have you read anything else by him? I haven't read The Hitchhiker's Guide, yeah. but I, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited because I see in the, in the documentary Stephen Fry uh, did it as well, and I love Stephen Fry. So yeah, I think whatever he did he, uh, the, the newer generation of it. Whatever he goes into, I'm in. I also have a healthy respect for The Hitchhiker's Guide for a person who's never read it, so... <laughs> It's, it's like when someone lists Wikipedia as a reference. I'm like, yeah, this guy knows. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read Hitchhiker's Guide. Oh, really? Okay, I thought you did. No, okay. never. Oh. Uh, you know what? I actually, I tried reading the first book once. Like, it's a five-book series, I think. Like, when I was in high school and I was studying for a test, like, I tried to pretend that I was studying so my mom won't be angry at me. But, like, I had the book, because it's a small book. I had it in my history book, and I started reading it, and I fell asleep. So I stopped reading it, and I never did again. <laughs> and, it got, and it got so boring that you actually moved to study to the test. <laughs> <laughs> like, people really love it, and one day I'll have to give it another try. But, like, I, I didn't read it. But I had a friend, like, who read the book. Every, like, once a day we'd talk on the phone when it was still landlines, uh, you know, back in the old days. And he'd tell me, like, kind of all the funny bits from the book, you know? Like, I don't know what the books are about in terms of um, uh, of the story itself, but, like, I know a lot of the popular, you know, like uh, like the jokes, like the stuff you can see on Reddit and stuff. Like, uh, all, all the references people make to the book, I kind of get them. Like, Douglas Adams, he's known for his, you know, funny spirit, you know? He's known for uh, his kind of way of thinking is a bit different than anyone's. Uh, I remember this book is, is very fun, and I, I think we're going to enjoy this a lot. Yeah, I, I, I think so as well. Uh, it's got like this really um, great balance between very funny ideas to very brilliant ideas. So um, it will be interesting to, to read something. I, I don't think I've, I think I read only the, the Hitchhiker's 
uh, books. So it will mm-hmm. be interesting to read this one. Like I think he he actually it's actually in, in first person. Like he, he tells about his experiences. I'm not sure if they are real experiences or he just made them. Well, in last chance to see. Yeah. No, definitely real. They actually spent like I I, I don't know how much. time they spent together but like it was over the span of five years they actually traveled to all kinds of places and they've seen these animals and it's like kind of a, a travel diary by um uh, adams and yeah it's first person he tell he tells the story from his perspective and like I, i the only thing i really remember is that he how much he stresses out that he's not the right man for the job you know like he, <laughs> he doesn't know why they wanted him to do it so um Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Barrio, for staying true to our goal. And thank you, the listeners at home, for helping us along the latest stage of our quest. Uh, we hope that you join us again next episode, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. All right, so these are all the questions I've prepared. Um, I think we're, we're done with the trivia. How many points, uh, Peter, did you count? Uh... seven seven really i thought you'd i thought um all right cool so seven i seven. just guessed <laughs> <laughs> was it seven <laughs> how many do we get <laughs> all right so you guys got seven out of 13 so um do we uh, is that what you counted no i, I didn't i thought you, you just said seven yeah but i guess oh. you're gonna correct me <laughs> oh no no I, i didn't count you you were supposed I'm an to, accountant. to count don't you know don't you know this is how it works <laughs> <laughs> you kept track Yeah, no, I, I kept track. It was 11. Oh, really? So you guys got 11? No, that was another guess. Fucking Come on. Peter. <laughs> 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 oh, God. You, so you didn't keep track? No, I, I asked you to keep track. <laughs> Don't you remember I asked you to bring a, a, a piece of paper oh, and wait. a pen? Yeah, I thought that was a bluff. No. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I'll go over the question. Oh, wow.